to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. This will get you in the summer mood. Little Van Halen, sun's out. Beautiful Tuesday around the St. Louis area. And we are very predictable because we get fast Eddie on. We either go Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, Eddie Van Halen. With Van Halen, little Eddie Money. He is fast Eddie, and he's checking in with us now. Eddie, how you doing? What's going on? What an exciting time of year. I know we, we say that it's always fun at Fast Eddie's. We're always having a great time. But, man, this baseball's back, hockey playoffs. I've seen you at the playoffs over the years. This is... This is yeah. about as good as it gets. Oh man, it's all at one time, isn't it? It's, it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm a big baseball guy though, so more importantly than anything, it's you know, starting the new season with the the crack of the bat. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, I was there last night. What a beautiful night! They're starting that game early, man. It was a great night over. I'm glad you said that because we've been talking about the 6:45. They did it for you know yeah. the, the school kids, the parents, whatever. Right. I, everybody right. loves it. I mean, you get out of there. It's 9:15. It's 9:30. I think it's good for the so local economy. Better. So much better. It changes the whole deal, man. Baseball's uh, slow and lasts too long anyway. You know, as much as I love it, it's it's way better. It changes the whole atmosphere. I hope. And get it's back over to Fast Eddie's a lot earlier. Y- yes, sir. See, there's plenty of time to get on up to Alton, Illinois, get that game That's in, it. get it over. They're, they're only doing it in the spring, and then I think again in the fall. I got to tell you, right. I wouldn't mind a June-July game starting at 645. Oh, man. Absolutely. I loved it. You got some pull. Why don't you spread the word? Or tell Shannon. Yeah, right. If Shannon says it, it'll be done. It'll be done. I don't know about that. I sure like it. Like you said, and it's good for business, too. It's good for everybody. You know, you don't have to be down. You get down there and you get out of there at a reasonable hour. It's, it's awesome. I like it. All right. I thought we'd do this. Five for Fast Eddie. We do five for Frank in the 11 uh, o'clock hour. And just give all me right. the – all right, you've been going to games. I know you love the Cardinals. Do you have yeah. Do you have a list, five favorite Cardinals? I know Shannon's <laughs> on that list. Give me your five favorite Cardinals. Five, five favorites to drink beer with or five favorites to – like five. I know a lot of them guys. Them guys are pretty good, you know. There's a lot of fun characters in that. Well, well five I'll, as far as on the field. Oh man. How about how about that's five tough. to drink beer with? I like that list as good as any. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I know about them. I don't know. I, I, I just I've had some relationships with you know with a bunch of them over the years and really got to like them as friends. But as far as you know the players, oof, I don't know, man. In my age group, you know, I don't know. I think if you're in your late forties, you have to be like a. You know, like a Keith Hernandez guy and all the guys from the 82 team and, you know, and uh, and then the older guys, too, that you have watched. And seen. And Bob Gibson, watching him, too, I mean, you can't go without that. Max Shannon, for sure, because i got to say that without getting chewed. Uh, <laughs> in, case, in case he or Lori are listening, like, oh, listen, you didn't even put me on the damn list. <laughs> <laughs> I should just say his name five times just to cover my ass. But, you know, that, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I have so many of them over the years. I've had so much time. I really enjoy it, and it goes along with this place so much, man. It really does. Not just a shameless plug, but sitting here, you know, listening to the Cardinals or watching the Cardinals. It's just, and, and our people are so, you know, our cross customers. And, you know, everybody that loves fans that is is going to love the Cardinals. You know, it's the same type folk. So, so we've always been big fans here, man. I'm think I'm thinking uh, Willie McGee, just because the Cardinal favorite, who yep. cover, covers yep. a lot of years. But then I'm going to put Izzy right. on your list because Izzy's kind yep. of an Illinois guy, and probably I could. Yeah, he's, a, he's a buddy of mine too. So I, I would have done all that. That's what I mean. List of what you know, list of friends, <laughs> list of. So, but, so yeah, 
Izzy and Mike Shannon, you know, so let's go with that just to keep me. My phone's going to start ringing here in a minute. So <laughs> I'm going to tell Shannon later that you said his name five times, so you are covered. Five times. Hey, how, how's the uh, the outdoor now? I, I try to explain to folks, you have the outdoor area that's open, but in the winter they cover it up, and then it's it's like a slow reveal, so we're starting yeah, to... It's about a it's about a four-step process, probably, to get down core, you know. And it's I would say it's about, you know, it's four or five steps, and we're a couple steps in, so, you know, it's not quite halfway down, but it'll be all down here in a couple weeks, and it'll, you know, just so those cold nights, we keep it here for a few more weeks, and then it'll be all the way down, and you'll be outside. Doors open at 1 o'clock. It's live music it. every day. They're open seven days a week. It's our man, Fast Eddie. He picked Shannon right. five times in, five case, times. in yeah. case Mike is listening. We're going to meet up. We're, we're actually, You know what? You should come by. We're going to do a show with Kenny Wallace at Izzy's house sitting around his pool. He said he's got horses so he can replicate opening day. We're going to have our own little parade. I will let I'll, you know I'll when that there. day is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop him a text. You know, I just like going to that house. Yeah. Man. That's a house. Not far well, uh, from I, Fest. I, I, yeah, it's out in the woods, man. It, we'll have some fun out there. Hey, my man, good to talk to you. Go Blues, oh, go Cards. Go. See you, dude. All Thank right. The one and only Fast Eddie checking in with us. You can find the Bonaire Fast Eddies in Alton, Illinois. Take the Clark Bridge, turn right. You can't miss it. Fourth and Broadway in beautiful downtown Alton. They, again, are open seven days a week. I bet he and Izzy have done Probably knock down a few beers. Let's just leave it at that. And we're still working on our Mike Shannon part. There's nothing official yet. He's turning big Irish is turning 80 this summer. We've got to come up with a plan. All right. We're going to get to Kenny Wallace. We're going to get to Keith Kachuk. You can text in those questions for Big Walt or Big Kenny at 855-282-8255. It is our Triad Bank. Take it to the bank. Text line here on 590 The Fan. Again, cards playing tonight. It's another 645 start, it sounds like. Everyone, oh, I just saw a text from Hoff. I was supposed to ask Eddie because we said if you're having a birthday party, that's where you go. Fast Eddie's turning 21, turning 30. Hoff wanted to know the oldest birthday party. If somebody's ever gotten off the bus and said, hey, we got a group of folks, it's an 80th birthday. It's an, I'll bet you they've seen it all over the years. You know what? Something tells me that whichever one the oldest one they've seen, it wouldn't shock me if it's somebody who's been there, who goes there every year and has been doing it for like, 10, 12 years, you know what I'm saying? That wouldn't shock me. It's like somebody who's, who's like celebrating their like 85th birthday and been doing it for like the last 10 years, something like that. Like wouldn't it's a shock, tradition yeah. that they just it come back It wouldn't every... shock me at all if they have a bunch of people who like get, go there every year for their birthday and they make it known. And it's kind of a thing where everyone at Fast Eddie's now knows them by heart. And I have a lot of, uh, what would we say, failed promises on this show or um, empty promises or I think big ideas. I think empty is a better, uh, empty promises are better because failed would act like we actually tried to go to those, those, okay, so a those lot days. Of, okay, I have a lot, a lot of, of empty big promises. ideas. One of these days when I'm up there, I'm telling you, I'm going to do a listener thing where I'm just going to stand at the door and I'm going to buy like the first five people, five for fast day, I'm going to buy their lunch. It's going to be like 20 bucks though. Well, oh, what point? I just said I'm going to buy their lunch, and he says, they yeah, just, I didn't I was, tell them what they honestly, could order. What if they order the full Stravenger? I was, I was surprised that you, you, that Hoff didn't go only five. It's going to be like $3 a piece, Martin. Yeah. Really? Only oh five? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's you guys are the I thought, worst. I thought he was going to come swinging on that You guys are the absolute right worst. I was just thinking like something fun and festive, like random on a Wednesday. Say, guys, I'm heading there. I meet me up there. We do have, I, the I think instead of like the first five people who, who go there, I do think you should take like one person, you should sponsor one person to do the full Stravenger. Mm. Nope, forget it. It was an idea. <laughs> I'm turning the car around. You kids don't deserve a trip. Now okay? That, uh, empty promise. 
<laughs> empty thir- now that number thirteen. I've already walked it empty, back. That was the quickest one yet, though. God, you guys are the worst. Uh, how about a word from guys, two men in a truck? Uh, Martin, if you are looking to advance your career, or even if you're a college kid looking for a nice little summer gig, why not look at Two Men and a Truck St. Louis? Two Men and a Truck is a moving company that is hiring motivated movers and driver supervisors. Team members will be trained using successful moving and driving courses, preparing you to excel. Two Men and a Truck offers exciting opportunities for career advancement, too. In fact, 75% of their managers started out in frontline positions. If you are excited to move customers forward, the opportunities are endless. Apply today at careers.twomenandatruck.com. Um, you are the wet blanket. I mean, that's fair. And it, it, it said, you know, it's a compliment. You're overly realistic, I guess, is what we decided That's yesterday. That's a nicer way of putting it. Thank you. But your yeah. uncle, yes. did he not chime in yesterday? And you shared this. I'm I... in a text exchange oh, with yes. um, my uncle and a cousin of mine, um, and the uncle who stopped by Schnucks a couple times ago. Friend and, of the show. And my cousin Matt, who was the best man at my wedding. Of course, Hoff's uncle is there. I'm like, there's some guy that's just kind of lingering. <laughs> Do you think he's going to steal the produce? To be like, fair, hey. sometimes it is a random person, and sometimes it's someone we know. And I didn't know bag. it was Hoff's uncle. I'm like, there's a guy over there. He's just staring. You think Rock, he's going to steal our food? you pick up line two, that is Kenny Wallace on it right now. Thank you. Okay. But uh, I, we were texting about some of the issues with the Cardinals, and I said, hey, I kind of called it. Yeah. I, I was worried about Andrew Miller's velocity drop and some increase in numbers that shouldn't increase from 17 to 18. And he said, if you're negative 100% of the time, sometimes you will be right. That's, that's true. That's what he told it me. It is true. Again, like most if positive always, and negative things, if you're always positive, most likely you're going to be right a couple times too. I still called it. If you're always negative, true. you're going to be right at some point. All right, do we get time to play the music? Let's sure. do this. Getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You'd know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style. I'm gonna drive everybody. And with that, we welcome in Racing Royalty, the pride of Arnold. The one and only Kenny Wallace. Tuesdays with Kenny. Kenny, how are you, my man? I am doing great. We had a good time with the uh, St. Louis Blues video team last night over in Granite City, Illinois at Tri-City Speedway. So I'm excited. So tomorrow night, that's the first game of the Blues playoffs, right? Correct. What were they doing? What, What was the video about? Oh, we're going to be on the, on the Jumbotron, the hey. big screen. So uh, I can't wait to see the edit. So uh, myself and the great Kenny Schrader and a really good kid named Brad Loyette who drives a sprint car, we went over there. We were with the Blues video crew for about two hours. They shot video, and we are helping mouth the words to, and when the Blues... You know, come Go marching, marching in. in. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be, uh, they're going to have like a two minute piece and we're going to be about the last 15 seconds of it. And um, I said, what's this all about? They said, just bits and pieces of St. Louis. So, uh, uh, yeah, Trevor Nickerson, he called me up about oh, a month ago. And, uh, you know, so yeah, so I can't wait to see it. Well, they do a lot of creative stuff, and that'll be uh, for folks who go to the game. First home game is going to be Sunday night at six thirty. Blues and Jets. That'll be game three. I'm sure that's when they'll roll that out. 
uh, in the jumbotron. Yes. Looking forward to that. I'm excited. How about your butt? Isn't there? We've got. I, oh, I should know his name. It's not Warner. Your buddy, who is Mr. Lauren. Blue. Lauren. Lauren. Lauren Wright. Yes, Lauren Wright. My uh, my dear friend. Uh, listen, I love the blues. I always make this statement. I love the blues dearly. Uh, but he is to the blues as I am to the Cardinals. So you know, I grew up playing baseball, and and grew, Lauren did not grow up playing hockey, but. Uh, Lauren is from the 70s when they would get on the buses and go up to Montreal. And and I'm going to tell you what, his mood will swing if the Blues win or lose. I mean, and, and, and if he is watching a game and you, like, you know, bother him, you just when the Blues are on, don't don't bother Lauren. He lives, eating, breathes the St. Louis Blues uh, more than anybody in the city. So, yeah, he, he's on hog heaven right now, and we'll just see how it goes. Um, you've been online going back and forth with folks, uh, primarily Twitter when I say online, but on Twitter and everybody's kind of wanting to declare, I guess, the doom and gloom of NASCAR. I mean, the world's changing. We get that. I think every sports event we watch now, we say, God, there's not as many people in the stands. Everybody's at home watching, but it seemed like you ran up against it where a lot of folks were just saying, that's it. NASCAR's dying. It's done. And it seemed to get your ire up. So usually because of my, uh, you know, I work with, you know, psychology, you trying to make myself better. I work hard on myself. So usually I don't bite into that apple, uh, but I thought that I would take the opportunity to teach some people. Uh, and, and, you know, I just, I'm no different than you. I, I know a lot more than they know about TV and, you know, what's going on in the sport. And um, I thought I would take the opportunity to tell people that, look, with the invention of you know this cell phone, with uh, you know Amazon TV, you know we all know that people are acquiring their sports so many different ways. You know, for example, Old Bush Stadium was fifty thousand people. Now, what do we? What is our capacity for seats there? Thirty-seven, forty, something like that. So you know, people are not going to sporting events in mass droves like they used to. A lot of people are staying home. They can't afford the $10 Bud Light, but they can go down to their schnooks and grab themselves, you know, a six-pack for, you know, six bucks. And, and people are deciding nowadays to, you know, watch sporting events on TV. And uh, so a lot of the people, you know, there was a horrible crowd at Bristol. I'll admit it. It was horrible. It looked bad, but these are the same people that just love, love, love negative stuff. You know, these are the same people that if the river's rising, oh, my God, the river's rising, we're all going to die, you know. So uh, they don't know how to adjust, and I was just giving them, you know, uh, you know, they just, they're just negative at every turning point. So <clears throat> I turned it around on them. I said, okay, let's turn this around. When you turn on a sporting event, why does the people in the stands matter to you? And, and basically, you know, they come back and they go, well, we care about the sport. And I'm like, oh, now you care about the sport. So what they, what they, they want to talk trash about the sport, you know, for, because their life isn't going good. If you love the sport, you'd be talking about the sport. You wouldn't be talking about the grandstands, uh, you know. I don't go down to Bush Stadium on a Wednesday night and go, oh, my God, there was only 18,000 people. You know, I, just, 
I don't talk about the crowd. So at every point, they're trying to tell me how bad NASCAR is. And I'm like, NASCAR has said that, yes, their crowd is down. But, but what's the end game here? What is your point? Is your point that NASCAR is going to close up, close up? Well, that's stupid. So we know that's not going to happen. So that's what it was all about. Well, and the thing is, I guess it stands out more when it's Bristol because I still think of like the hardcore, the staple of NASCAR is the smaller tracks where it all starts. I guess that's why it stands out more. But you're always, I mean, NASCAR's not going anywhere. They probably just got to change a little bit. Isn't that what we're talking about here? I mean, it, everything's overstated is my point. Oh, they're done. It's over. It's not, it's not true. Yet there could be some struggles that they need to address. NASCAR has admitted over the last five years, you and I, ever, ever since I've started this Monday or Tuesday show with you, NASCAR has admitted they have to change. No different than when hockey said, okay, no more ties. We're going in overtime, and if that don't work, we're going in the shootout. I love what hockey's done. They have changed immensely, and we all know that. Well, that, that's where NASCAR's at right now. You know, they, they've been like this for like 10 years. And, you know, listen, everything cannot stay great forever. And I love the sport. So, you know, listen, I admit our sport is down. But, you know, you got to look at Bristol. It seats 162,000 seats. Now, think about that. I'm going to slow down. Bristol Motor Speedway seats 162,000. So if we're doing math, how many Bush stadiums is that? Four? About four, yeah. Okay, stop and think about it. So if there's 25% of that in there, that's 40,000 people. So the stadium's too big. <laughs> that's all there is to it, you know. And, and you know, it, 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 it's hard to debate with people because image, image is what it is. It's image, you know. And, and you know, it just goes back to all the, all the arenas, all the stadiums. Years ago, when we had nothing. When we had nothing, we had three channels, 5, 4, 2, 30, 11, I guess, you know, five channels, whatever it was. That's all we had in St. Louis. Hell, we went to everything because there was nothing on TV. (laughs) And society has changed. Society has changed. And and so that was the big debate. Yes, NASCAR, the crowd is down. The ratings are looking good. Uh, The TV ratings are, are very good, and that's why companies, are still sponsoring TV. And listen, Sam Flood, you know, the president of NBC Sports. Now, this is a big quote. Sam Flood was asked, why did you buy NASCAR? He said, because it's the second biggest viewing sports in the United States. Now, stop and think about that. It's this NASCAR, is, you know, every week you turn on, we're looking at millions of people watching one race. So, you know, you, you try to communicate with people on Twitter and give them a little education, and, and they just still remember 20 years ago, and that's just the way it is. Setting the record straight, that's what he does. Tuesdays with Kenny, our good friend. We talk racing. We talk Redbirds. We talk Rednecks. You name it. We talk uh, <laughs> all things. And, and i got to let you go because we're going to talk to uh, Keith Kachuk and do a little hockey preview as we get set for the Blues and the Jets, and I know you're fired up about the Blues. we got some hockey talk, and yep. we'll do it again next week. Good to talk to you, my man. Thanks. I like Kachuk. He's a good man. All right. Talk to you later. All right. That's Kenny Wallace. And with that, we bring in Big Walt. And uh, how about that? Kenny Wallace, big fan of Walter and the the puck. And we've got Blues and Jets and Thrashers, Coyotes all rolled into one. Walter, how are you? 
I'm doing great. Kenny's a good man. He is. He, he's passionate about sports in St. Louis and especially the Blues. He's he's awesome. Yeah, we might have to roll this thing. We're doing a, a backyard, and we are going to do this. You guys are laughing. We're going to do a backyard barbecue at Isringhausen's house with a bunch of beer. Fast Eddie is coming. Kenny Wallace is coming. We might have to get Big Walt. I'll send Strick. I'll make him pick you up, <laughs> and we're going to get you up there to hang with Kenny and Izzy. I'm in. I'm in. Done. Brought to you by Bud Select. We'll get a sponsor of this thing. It's going to be a big old show. All right, so what are the emotions for you? I mean, your career started in Winnipeg, correct? Yes, it did. Yeah, back in the 91-92 season. So I got to witness firsthand uh, the playoff atmosphere up in Winnipeg. And is Chantel from Winnipeg? Yes, she is. How about yep, that? Yep. Born and raised, yep. A little cold up there, but... Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, like I said, a little bit cold. Well, it's kind of a weird legacy, isn't it? We had their play-by-play gone yesterday. He said, well, we don't count any of the record books. That all went to Phoenix with the Coyotes. We actually now have the Thrasher's record books. And I said, either way, you can't avoid Big Walt. Former Thrasher, now part of the Jets' record books. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, started in Winnipeg, I turned into Arizona, then I got traded a couple times, traded from St. Louis to Atlanta. Atlanta ended up going to Winnipeg, so come full circle. It's crazy. And what do you think of this series? The actual the the Jets modern version of the Jets versus the Blues. Is this thing going seven? You know what? These are. I mean, obviously we are playing so well right now. I mean, uh, going into it, this is the way you want to play. Everybody's uh, healthy, and um, you know, and um, Winnipeg hasn't been playing good. They really haven't, and they've been kind of, you know, they're a bigger body team. So this is going to be a heck of a series. It's going to be a a heavy series. It's going to be, you know, grinding series. It's going to be, you know, very, very physical and, you know, it's going to take its toll and hopefully everybody comes out healthy from, from our side. And, um, you know, whoever, you know, wins this series is going to be a little bit, uh, nagging for the following series so it's gonna be a heck of a series to watch no question about it you know the media talks a lot about jordan bennington and you know the great run that he's had the incredible numbers that he's put up a rookie of the year candidate any concerns at all about a guy who hasn't played in the playoffs before Do you, is that overstated or is there a little something to that well i think he's just you know in that zone right now where you know he's trying to prove people wrong he's been in the minors and sometimes it takes long it does take longer for goalies. So, you know, he's, he's coming into a situation that he's not, you know, affected by in a negative way. He wants to go out and prove to everybody that he can get the job done. And he's done that so far. I mean, he's been incredible for the, for the, for the half of the second half of the year. I mean, since he's been called up and giving your team a chance to win, that's all you can ask for in the playoffs. And sometimes this is what you need going into it. Uh, you know, you know, he's a hot goalie going into it, so why not? It shouldn't be a problem. And it seems like historically, well, it seems like it has been. Historically for the Blues, problems in net have sort of undermined even some really good rosters. How how deflating is it when you turn around and a goalie gives up a bad goal? Or on the flip side of it, how big of a lift can it be when your goalie gives you that early save or does something special? Well, it is tough. Obviously, you know, the goaltending position is magnified so much more than any other position, so... Yeah, it can be a little deflating, but at the end of the day, it's a long, long series, and you can't let it affect you in a negative way at all. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, you, you, you may, he makes a big save for you. You, you, you. you know, you appreciate it, but you move on. And this is the way it goes. Uh, Momentum is a big part of, of, of playoff hockey. It's our guy, Big Walt, the uh, former Blue, former Jet, breaking down the series, currently works for the Blue. When he's not in Sarnia, you might find him at Enterprise Center. You've been around 
Craig Berube at least somewhat. What's your read on him? I did see him make a joke yesterday. He actually smiled about the line A game where he scored five goals and somebody asked him about it. Berube said, well, that's, uh, that's not good. When you give up five, he said, that's about a season's worth for me. I hadn't seen him laugh in the last no. three months. What's your take on Berube? Uh, Chief, you know, is pretty high on himself. If he thinks five is a season for him, that might be in a career year for him. So <laughs> I wouldn't get too much into that for Chief, but, uh, yeah, Chief has Chief done an excellent job. I mean, uh, you hate to see when changes are made with uh, coaches. You know, Mike's a good guy, but at some point, Doug felt the team needed something, and, and Craig comes in. And, you know, being a former player and a guy that's played a lot of hard years, um, he understands the game and he understands the guys on a day-to-day basis, and he's done a good job of getting the guys to play hard. And it's remarkable from dead last to where we are right now is, a lot has to go to what he has brought to the table motivational-wise and believing in the players, and the players see that, and, you know, they want to play for a guy like that. So, you know, uh, he's done an excellent job. What would you tell Blues fans who are really excited? And I know there's been disappointment over the years. It you know, happens with a lot of franchises, but is it okay to kind of believe in this team, to think, why not them? Are they good enough to make a deep run? Well, you look at some of these teams in the past. I mean, you look at LA years ago. I mean, they they got hot at the right moment. So I mean, it, it's 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 huge going into this series. The, the you know the boys feel good about their game. I mean, obviously, you know um, you know Ryan O'Reilly has has really been the catalyst for this team from start to finish. Um, you know his you know he's kind of dragging guys into things. You know he's been a great motivator. He's been a great leader. Um, and you get you see guys like Robbie Thomas, who's emerged into a pretty darn good player, and Tarasenko's been flying right now. And if you can get some secondary scoring, I think a guy like David Perron has helped out big time. So, and then defense is playing heavy. I mean, this is what you need against a team that has some pretty good forwards and pretty pretty big D or mobile. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, one of the funnest series to watch. No question about it. Uh, also, Colorado and Calgary, I imagine you might be uh, checking out a Flames game or two. I didn't realize, and, and shame on me, I should have checked with Strick and gotten all the numbers, but Matthew had a 30-goal, 30 34-goal season for the Flames. Brady had a great rookie season up in Ottawa, but, boy, look at Matthew. I know a lot of people think of him as being scrappy and he'll stir it up, but he had the hell of a scoring touch this year. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, some of his antics, I guess, gets over. You know, his skill gets overshadowed by that. That's the one thing I like about Matthew's game is he's a he has better skill than people think. And yeah, it's been it's been good so far for him. He's he's hungry to, you know, make his mark up there. And you know, they have a good team. And you know, there's no reason why you can't see a Calgary uh, St. Louis conference final. So that that'd be great. Um, but you know, I'll be paying close attention to that uh, as well. What's the travel schedule for you? Are you gonna are you and Chantel are gonna divvy it up? Are you gonna go to Calgary? Are you gonna try and get to a lot of those games? Well, I still got the Frozen Four here on Thursday. I gotta go to that in Buffalo, but then I'm gonna come home, probably catch uh our game Sunday night down the Enterprise Center, and then I'm probably gonna meet you know, Chantel and I are probably gonna go see Matthew, games three and four in Denver and possibly game five in uh Calgary. But so we we like to travel. You know, it's 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 fun. It's uh you know, it's, it's especially this time of the year. Not as fun as it was with the old party van driving all over the Midwest, logging the miles <laughs> with the DVDs playing. And the, is the the Kachuk van has been retired? The conversion yeah, van. Yeah, it's been retired. Yeah, it's been it's it's it had to go. Time to go. Time to move on. 
But, but, it's only me trying to tell my daughter left, so we don't need that. The best, best athlete of the bunch is still living at home in Tarrant. Uh, tell Blues fans, remind them real quick, what is your role? What are you doing? You're still scouting? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm paying attention. I'm doing more of the college free agents right now and, and, and trying to find guys that will come in that aren't drafted. And It's been a good year. Um, you know, Unfortunately, we haven't gotten anybody just yet, but uh, you know, you have to get the right guys like we did last year with Mitch Renke, who's down in San Antonio. So, been fun and you know we'll probably do some amateur moving forward here in the playoffs uh, since the college season will be over this weekend big walt great to catch up maybe we'll make it a playoff thing we'll check back in a couple of weeks and start breaking down round two because i mean people kind of look at me for my hot hockey intellect but every once in a while it's good to have a former player chime in as well yeah i mean you're i mean you, you played basketball jv your senior year so i'm surprised you know this much about hockey 2020 so thanks for having me and, uh, i can't wait for the next round too bud hey just so you know the blues are hosting the all-star game when are they hosting it in 2020 2020 it's, my man 2020 it's all come full circle all right good luck to matthew and all the chucks here we'll talk to you soon all right thanks 2020 uh, that's big. Well, I was going to say we made it through the whole interview. I love it. I was thinking he forgot to drop a 2020. No, he may have forgotten what day it is. He never forgets to drop 2020. I love the fact he's he's a great player, did real well for himself, and he's out there. He's just scouting away, and that's what Strick even said. People don't realize he's in these small towns. He's up in the stands making notes, and he's really taking that part of the game, uh, part of his career, serious. Uh, cards are home over Easter weekend. The Mets, Mets are in town. Same time the Blues will be playing the Jets. The Mets are here. Great giveaways all weekend, including the new blow, blow, the new Blue Road alternate alternate jersey. You're having a Mike Shannon moment right now. <laughs> Three, two, and one. Cardinals host the Mets the weekend of April 19th through the 21st. Great giveaways all weekend long, including the new Blue Road alternate jersey. Get your tickets at cardinals.com slash promotions. The St. Louis Cardinals, time to fly. And it's time to file those taxes. Now you got to file those taxes, Martin. you got six days. And if you're sideways with the IRS, if you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night, are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage guard? Contact former Department of, of uh, Justice Tax Vision Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Do not be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on television and the radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area, Woodlawn and Manchester. So if you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com. Today, remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. You know what we are? We are up against we it. We are. The hard line is coming your way next right here on 590 The Fan. Congratulations.